The following program is for informational and educational purposes only. This program does not replace medical, mental health, or psychological diagnosis and treatment prescribed by your personal physician, psychologist, therapist, or other health care provider. Please consult your provider for diagnosis and care before beginning or changing any program or idea discussed. Welcome to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with host Kristen Harper. She's here to give you those extra tips that you don't always get from other health and wellness programs. Kristen has all the bases covered and just a bit more. Now, here is your host, Kristen Harper. Good afternoon. It is a lovely day. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on Voice America's Health and Wellness channel and also on KFNX. And I am live here at the Voice America studio in Phoenix, Arizona. And Voice America is the largest live internet radio network in the world. And uh, today is all about the problems with the overuse of antibiotics, C-sections, and antiseptics. And my special guest is Dr. Martin Blazer. So tune in to hear all about the problems with the overuse of antibiotics, C-sections, and antiseptics has permanently changed our microbiome, are causing an increase in modern diseases such as obesity, juvenile diabetes, and asthma. We will also uh, talk about Dr. Martin Blazer's book and so much more. And if you'd like to learn more about me, I have two websites. The first is perfecthealthconsultingservices.com. I do offer hair analysis packages to balance body chemistry naturally. And also in the future, I plan to offer quantum biofeedback and also sound therapy, really hoping to launch those Uh, services in 2019 and uh, also I have a health and wellness speaking website which is kristenharperspeaks.com that's k-r-i-s-t-e-n harperspeaks.com and I just recently did a speech at the Arizona Pinners Conference and also if you'd like to be a sponsor of the show please send me an email to kristen K-R-I-S-T-E-N at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. Your business will get so much exposure because Voice America is the largest live internet radio network in the world. And I, I truly love coming to the studio because it's just, it's so fancy. And also, I just really love the staff here. Voice America staff, they are amazing. Okay, so let me go over Dr. Martin Blazer's bio here. He, Dr. Martin Blazer has studied the role of bacteria in human disease for over 30 years. He is the director of the Human Microbiome Program at NYU. He founded the Bellevue Literary Review and has been written about in newspapers, including the New Yorker, Nature, the New York Times, the Washington Post, and the Wall Street Journal. He's had more than 100 media appearances, including the Today Show, GMA, NPR, the BBC, the O'Reilly Factor, CNN, and more. And he lives in New York City. I'm it's uh, definitely an honor to have him on. He has tons of expertise, and I've been wanting him on for a while, actually. It is an honor to have Dr. Martin Blazer on my show. So, Kristen, thank you for your kind words. I'm ready to talk. Oh, great. And how are you today? Can't be, can't be better. Oh, that's, that's great. Okay, I'm just curious because you have over 30 years of expertise in the role of, uh, you know, studying uh, bacteria. And I just want to find out from you, how did you get started 
Yeah. So um, I'm a medical doctor. I, I trained in uh, medicine and then in internal medicine uh, and then in the medical specialty of infectious diseases, which is how to help people deal with uh, uh, bad infections, bad germs. Uh, usually infectious disease doctors are consultants to other doctors. Uh, patients have all kinds, develop complications. Uh, they develop uh, different kinds of infections ranging from pneumonia to urinary tract infections, wound infections after surgery, or they're exposed to nasty organisms in the environment or their pet bites them. Uh, and that's, that's the specialty of infectious diseases. How, how to deal uh, uh, with uh, bad infections. Those could be virus infections, bad, bad cases of the flu, bad cases of meningitis, things like that. Yes, I just uh, love your expertise. And I was just actually doing research and, and, and found you and your website and your book. So I, as soon as I learned more about you, I was just like, I have to have him on my show. Uh, so if you could explain to my uh, listeners, you know, especially those that possibly don't know all about this, what is the human microbiome. Yes, so uh, the human microbiome is all the microbes that live in and on the human body. Uh, That's a a very large number of microbes, mostly bacteria. (laughs) Some of them are fungi. Some of them are protozoa. Then there are viruses. Our bodies, all of us, our bodies are composite of our cells and all these microbes. And this, this is something that has been going on since essentially forever. Every animal has its own microbiome, the microbes that live in and on it. Every plant has its own microbiome. Part of the reason is that bacteria came first. Uh, we, they, they've, uh, we've evolved in a world uh, in which bacteria were present, and we've all had to come to terms with them. And, and we have begun, we've been cooperating with bacteria since time immemorial. So we're, we're a partnership, that's, and that's the human microbiome. Okay, I appreciate that explanation. And so uh, today's episode is all about the problems with the overuse of antibiotics, C-sections, and antiseptics. <laughs> what I wanted to do is just break this down and talk about each uh, separately. So I'd like to uh, get into antibiotics first and ask you how is the human microbiome under assault from the overuse of antibiotics yeah so uh, so first let me tell you that um, I'm a medical doctor I'm a medical scientist I've done research for many many years uh, but because of my findings uh, I felt that it was important to write a book for the general public. And that book uh, uh, was published a few years ago. It is called Missing Microbes, How the Overuse of Antibiotics is Contributing to Our uh, Modern Plagues. And that's, that's a book in layperson's terms about the concepts that, that I'm going to talk about uh, in this show. Um, and, uh, and the title, Missing Microbes, kind of says it all. So... Uh, the idea behind it is that, as I've mentioned, we have a microbiome that's been with us for forever. And my theory is that the microbiome is changing, really, really, essentially for the first time in human history because of such things as antibiotics. And this change uh, is is fueling some of our diseases. Uh, you know, we have all these diseases that arose after World War II, obesity, asthma, food allergies, celiac disease, worsening forms of uh, inflammatory bowel disease, autism, uh, and and the list goes on. And so the question is, if you have 10 diseases that are going up more or less in parallel, do they have 10 separate causes? Or perhaps there's one cause that's underlying all of them. And my hypothesis has been that it's, it's a change in the microbiome. And we and others have been doing research in this field 
and providing more and more evidence that this is, in fact, uh, correct. So how might that work? Well, first, you know, everybody listening to this show knows about antibiotics. They've heard about antibiotics. Antibiotics were discovered uh, beginning in the 1920s and really came into modern use uh, starting during and just immediately after World War II in the 1940s. And antibiotics are, are miraculous drugs. Uh, they have saved so many lives. They have uh, reduced so many illnesses. Uh, both the medical profession and the public knows that antibiotics are incredibly great drugs. But as a consequence of, of how great they are, uh, doctors have been using them more and more and more. We're using them at a phenomenal rate. The, the recent data suggests that uh, uh, for every six people in the United States, five of them receive an antibiotic course every year. So you can, you, you can do the math and you can see how much antibiotic use there's been. It's estimated that the average child in the U.S., by the time they're 10, have gotten 10 courses of antibiotics. By the time they're 20, they've gotten 17 courses of antibiotics. So my idea is all this antibiotic use uh, has consequences that it's affecting the microbiome. Antibiotics are designed to kill bad bacteria, but they're chemicals. They, they don't discriminate between good bacteria and bad bacteria. So every time a person takes an antibiotic, that potentially is killing bad bacteria, it's also having an effect on the microbiome, on the good bacteria that live on a, in, in and on us, the bacteria that have benefits that help us digest our food and, and, and help our immunity develop. So this is a long answer, I know, but uh, that's, that's the beginning. Okay. This is... Uh really good information. And uh, what I'd like to do right now is let's, before we go to a break, I would like to talk about uh, C-sections and go on to the next here and how the human microbiome is under assault from the over-reliance of C-sections. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, C-sections or cesarean sections uh, were operations developed uh, thousands of years ago to, uh, to help deliver babies uh, when, when delivery was blocked. And uh, that could result in saving a baby's life. And uh, beginning about 100 years ago, the techniques were improved so that it also saved the mother's life as well. And uh, as a result, uh, C-sections are a life-saving operation. But just like with antibiotics, they're being used more and more and more. In the United States, 20 years ago, the C-section rate was 18%. Uh, now the C-section rate is 32%. One baby out of wow. three is born by C-section. In some countries, the rate is more than 50%. Uh, like in the, the Dominican Republic, in Turkey, in Ecuador. In Rio de Janeiro, the C-section rate is 80%. In Rome, it's 70%. In Shanghai, it's more than 50%. In these places, C-section has become the normal way. It's more than 50%. It's become the normal way of delivering babies. Now, the problem that nobody anticipated is that that interferes with the transmission of the microbiome from moms to babies. This, this microbiome, the microbes moving from moms to babies, that's been going on for, for forever. We humans are mammals. We're born in a womb that is, is sterile or mostly sterile. And our first big contact with microbes happens when the water breaks and, and b the baby descends through the birth canal and then they begin to be covered by microbes from the mom. This is normal. This is the way it's been for every mammal. We go back at least 100 million years. But with C-sections, that passage through the birth canal doesn't exist anymore. And the baby is taken out and, and is missing that transmission of microbes. And, and work by Maria Gloria Dominguez and Rob Knight and colleagues, and Maria is, happens to be my wife, uh, showed that babies born by C-section, their microbiota is, at first, it's abnormal. 
and now they've shown a month after birth it's abnormal. And we've shown some of these abnormalities exist, continue even for a year by the time the baby is one year old. So C-section is changing the microbes that babies are inheriting from mom. And a, a whole other body of evidence shows that kids born by C-section are more likely to become obese. They're more likely to develop juvenile diabetes. They're more likely to develop asthma. So it suggests that this change in the microbes being transmitted from moms to babies caused by C-section is actually contributing to their ill health years or decades later. Now, I'm not saying that we should ban C-sections because C-sections can be life-saving operations. They're very important, but we're overdoing it. Uh, in, in some countries, in Scandinavia, they're only doing C-sections on 12% of women. We're doing it on 32% of women. That's a big difference. Yeah, that is uh, really big. Yeah, so it's about not overdoing it. Um, and it's the same thing with, I would say, with the antibiotics. Um, I, I truly believe, like, to work with your doctor to reduce your need. And it's all about you know, eating healthy and living a healthy lifestyle. And I just love this information today. I love uh, Dr. Blazer's uh, research. So right now, we need to go to a short break. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on Voice America's Health and Wellness Channel and also on KFNX and Today's episode is all about the problems with the overuse of antibiotics, C-sections, and antiseptics. And my special guest is Dr. Martin Blazer. Please stay tuned and we'll be back very soon. life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Kristen Harper is a health and wellness speaker and founder of Perfect Health Consulting Services. She inspires people all over the world to keep healthy, happy, and motivated. Get a virtual health coaching or hair mineral analysis package at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com to help you get healthy and stay healthy. Also, go to KristenHarperSpeaks.com to hire Kristen Harper, a health and wellness speaker, for one of your events. Be sure to visit both of Kristen's websites, PerfectHealthConsultingServices.com and K-R-I-S-T-E-N HarperSpeaks.com. Now is the time to take your health to the next level and become the best version of yourself. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with Kristen Harper. If you would like to connect with her, reach out via email to Kristen at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. That's K R I S T E N at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. Now, back to tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated. We are back. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on Voice America's Health and Wellness Channel and also on Camp and X. 
and I'm live here at the Voice America studio in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. And uh, today is all about the problems with the overuse of antibiotics, C-sections, and antiseptics. And my special guest is Dr. Martin Blazer. And we've had a, just a really uh, good conversation. And you can actually get his book, Missing Microbes, at Amazon. That's where actually I've seen it. And where else, Dr. Blazer? You can get it out of the library. You can buy it at your local bookstore. You can buy it online. It's now translated into 20 languages. Wow, it's incredible. Yes. So I'm I'm very pleased. As as I mentioned before, I'm a doctor and a scientist, but it's become part of my mission to talk to the general public ab- about this topic because I feel it is so important for people and also for their next generation and maybe the next generation after that. We're talking about really profound consequences for things that we used to think were pretty harmless. Right. So before the break, we were uh, talking about the problems with overuse of antibiotics and also how the human microbiome is under assault from the over-reliance of C-sections um, and before I move on to antiseptics, is there anything else that you want to bring up about antibiotics and C-sections from your book? Well, you know, I just, I, I just want to reiterate a couple points and then uh, and expand them. Um, you know, I, as I mentioned, all of us have a microbiome. There's more and more evidence that the microbiome is, is ancient. And what that means is that your, your microbiome, you inherited that mostly from your mother. And she had inherited it from her mother and, and her mother. And we just keep going back uh, for millions of years. So it, and, and this, is, this is not just true for humans. It's true for uh, other animals. They inherited their microbiome from their mother as well. And for us mammals... We're born uh, in a womb, and we in- encounter the bacteria for the first time when we when we pass through the birth canal. That's how mammals have been doing it for a hundred million years. And now C-section, which has important aspects, C-section do save save lives of babies and mothers. Um, but C-sections interfere with that process, and if a C-section is needed, it should be done. But it, it has gone over the top so that in some places, uh, C-section has become the new norm. No one anticipated, it just wasn't on the radar, that this would have an effect on, on microbes transferred. Nobody even considered that that was part of normal birth until recently. Now, one baby in three in the U.S. is born by C-section. So that's a big effect. There's evidence that that's increasing risk of disease later on in life. And, and why is that? Well, it turns out that the microbiome is, is kind of their partners with our own body in, in, uh, in babies. Uh, in the first couple years of life, the babies are trying to, their, their, their body is trying to determine uh, how much energy should they spend and how much should they save and, and what, what things are foreign and what things are self. Well, the microbiome helps train the body's systems to do that. But if the microbiome is abnormal, then the training is incorrect. And that's the idea for why we're getting these diseases like obesity and asthma and diabetes, juvenile diabetes, because the the training of the immune system, the training of the metabolic system um, isn't, isn't being done properly. That's why these diseases seem to be rising all over the world problems that started after World War II, which is when antibiotics were developed, when C-sections became so much more popular, when babies are fed formula. These are all contributing to an abnormal microbiome early in life. That's the critical time. 
Yeah, and I'm so glad that you are educating uh, people about this. It's such an important topic. And um, I'm just wondering, have you, I'm sure you've, you, you've done speeches as well, you know, in the U.S. and around the world, educating on this important topic? Yeah, I, I've. I mean, I'm. I'm a medical scientist, and I, I, I've spoken uh, about this topic to pediatricians, uh, to ear, nose, and throat specialists, to obstetricians. I, I've spoken to many, many medical groups, and and in general, uh, the reception has been very good. Uh, but I felt it's important to talk to general people, which is why I am on your show because this yes. is a really important message. Uh, we have done some work uh, in mice, um, using mice as a model for people, showing that uh, if we give antibiotics to the mother mouse, that uh, that will affect uh, her baby mouse, uh, even if if the uh, the antibiotics are before the time that the mother became pregnant, and that's some of the evidence. And there's other evidence that antibiotics that a woman takes. Uh, during or even before pregnancy can have an effect on their child. And um, we're, we're trying to understand how big is the effect. Is it, is it large? Is it small? But it's becoming more and more clear that there is an effect, which means that we have to be so much more cautious about using antibiotics than we ever were. It's not like you have a cold and you go to the doctor and say, I need an antibiotic because you have to consider what's the benefit of that antibiotic versus the potential risk to you. And if you're a young woman uh, or a pregnant woman, then you have to think, what's the, what's the risk going to be to my baby, to the next generation? Um, th- these, this is an area of big concern. Yep, absolutely. And I, I truly feel that, you know, just eating healthy and living a healthy lifestyle is really important as well just to keep your immune system strong and uh, just to give you like an example as far as uh, my life is I have not probably had a cold for so long it's probably been over a decade if not longer seriously I've I've had no cold because I just try to you know I, I truly eat healthy I haven't had sugar in years I you know live a healthy lifestyle and I, I'm I'm really grateful for your research and and sharing this information because I just feel because I my show has been on the air for over a year and I've interviewed many guests and um, and I would have to say there's not a lot of experts out there talking about this and I'm, I'm just so so uh, grateful that you're sharing this information with my listeners. Yeah, you know. Um, I certainly agree that it's important to eat, to be a healthy eater and to have a healthy lifestyle. They're, they're critically important for health. But the other element I want to say is that we have to avoid the unnecessary use of antibiotics. Yes, absolutely. There's sometimes, sometimes when antibiotics are really important. They are a matter of life and death. Right. I, I don't disagree at all. Remember, my specialty is infectious diseases. I have saved many people's lives using antibiotics. But in reality, most of the use of antibiotics is for people who have mild illnesses, very mild. You know, when when a child has an ear infection, 70 or 80% of the time it's due to a virus. The virus isn't even susceptible to the antibiotic. And that, that infection will go away in a couple days. But these days, most of the kids are getting an antibiotic. Sometimes the parents demand it. They really think it's going to help. Sometimes the doctor is pushing the antibiotic. But in reality, almost all of these infections will get better by themselves. So that's, that, that's a very important thing because that's not happening in the tens or thousands. That's happening in the millions. Millions of kids are getting unnecessary antibiotics every year. And I'm concerned that that is fueling these problems that I've been talking about. Yes, I uh, do agree with you. Okay, so I would like to uh, now talk about how our human 
microbiome is under assault from the overuse of antiseptics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, uh, you know, in, in, our, in our wonderful country, people are always trying to sell things to make a living. And a long time ago, people figured out that they could sell a lot of product by uh, saying, you know, the world is a dirty place and we need to clean it up so that you will be healthier. And to some degree, that is true. There's no question that's true. But um, uh, remember that our body uh, has bacteria living in and on us, and we've had it ever since for millions and millions of years. And let's talk about the skin, for example. The skin is loaded with bacteria. Everybody's skin is full of bacteria. That's normal. That's healthy. And what's been shown in experiments is that the good bacteria on the skin help us fight bad bacteria. They're part of our defense against the bad. They don't want to share their turf with invading bacteria. So now when we use these antibacterial soaps, when we put these antibacterials on our hands, and there are bottles of these everywhere, uh, we're not only are we eliminating bad bacteria, but we're eliminating good ones. And in total, it's not clear that we're, doing, we're causing more benefit or causing more harm. So 95% of the time, we do not need antibacterial soap. We do not need these hand cleansers. In the meantime, people are putting on these hand cleansers all the time, thinking that that's going to make them more healthy. But in fact, there's almost no evidence at all that it will make them more healthy. And my concern is that, in fact, it will make them less healthy. Yes. Um, I'm so glad that you're uh, talking about this. This is just great information. So we've been talking about the problems of uh, overuse of antibiotics, C-sections, and antiseptics, and We need to go to a short break again, and when we come back, I would like to talk more about Dr. Martin Blazer's book, Missing Microbes. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on Voice America's Health and Wellness channel and also on KFNX. My special guest is Dr. Martin Blazer. Please stay tuned, and we'll be back very soon. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Kristen Harper is a health and wellness speaker and founder of Perfect Health Consulting Services. She inspires people all over the world to keep healthy, happy, and motivated. Get a virtual health coaching or hair mineral analysis package at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com to help you get healthy and stay healthy. Also, go to kristenharperspeaks.com to hire Kristen Harper, a health and wellness speaker, for one of your events. Be sure to visit both of Kristen's websites, perfecthealthconsultingservices.com and k-r-i-s-t-e-n harperspeaks.com. Now is the time to take your health to the next level and become the best version of yourself. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now. To showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event, visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 
888-346-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with Kristen Harper. If you would like to connect with her, reach out via email to Kristen at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. Now, back to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated. We are back. This is Kristen Harper Radio Show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on Voice America's Health and Wellness channel and also on KFNX. And today's episode is all about the problems with the overuse of antibiotics, C-sections, and antiseptics. And my special guest is Dr. Martin Blazer. And... Uh, we, I mean, I, I've been learning so much from Dr. Blazer, just really good information, um, even talking about the history of antibiotics, you know, all these health problems associated with antibiotics, uh, C-sections, and antiseptics. And we were talking about the issue really comes down to the overuse, the overuse of antibiotics. And... So um, he has this book, so it's, you know, reaching a lot of people so we can get this information out to the world. So what I'd like to, I mean, I would like you just to share uh, any other uh, topics that you want to bring up that are in your book. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Kristen. Thank you for the opportunity. Uh, as I said before, the reason I'm happy to talk to you and, and to reach your listeners is because I think this, this topic is so important, not just for us, but for our children, our grandchildren, and, and therefore, I'm, I'm concerned, as you said, on the overuse of antibiotics, of the overuse of C-section and antiseptics. All of these are good products. Antibiotics are good. C-sections can be life-saving. Sometimes antiseptics can be useful too. But we're using them at such an extent that we're we're not really thinking about what what's what's the hidden cost of using them compared to the benefit. And uh, if somebody's really sick, uh, they need to have antibiotics. But if they're just a little sick, maybe the maybe the cost of the antibiotic is greater than the benefit. And when I say cost, I'm not just talking dollar cost. I'm talking about cost in terms of health. Now, one of the topics that sometimes comes up is, would we be better if we took a probiotic to, uh, you know, to counteract an antibiotic or to increase health? And I just want to say that in the United States, there are hundreds of products that are called probiotics. You can find them in the supermarket, in the health food store, in the grocery, in the pharmacy. Um, what I can say is that they're generally safe, uh, but they're very different. There are just so many different ones, and by and large, they have not been really tested in the way that we test drugs. You know, if you, if you, if you in the United States, if you take a drug that is prescribed to you by a doctor. You know that it has well-defined benefits and well-defined risks, and you and the doctor can assess these. For, for probiotics, mostly this has not been well-tested at all. There have been studies, but most of them haven't been very good. So if you said to me, is a probiotic good or bad, the answer is I don't know. It, it depends on what the probiotic is and who, who it is that's taking it. So. 
it, it's kind of a it's it's kind of an undefined area. Even though millions of people are taking them, uh, I think we don't really know the results. Okay, and uh, I'm actually glad that you brought up the probiotics and. Um, I just posted, it's interesting you just brought this up because right before the show, I actually posted this on my Facebook uh, page about probiotics and there's a new research and I was just trying to pull up my Facebook page right now and I can't get in for some reason and so I wanted to mention the, the person's name behind this research, but there's this new research out and, uh, you know, basically talking about uh, some problems with probiotics as far as, um, you know, problems with uh, uh, concentration, you know, like with memory and just uh, concentration and also bloating and stuff. And there's just new research that just came out. And I'm so sorry. I wish I could pull up the information right now to mention the gentleman's name, but I did, I did post this on Facebook just today, so you can check it out on my... Well, you know, I want to mention, I'm not familiar with that study, but there have been two recent studies. Uh, one uh, was a study that was conducted in Israel that gave probiotics to people after antibiotics. Many doctors are saying antibiotics are upsetting your system. We're going to give you a probiotic, and that's going to make your body return back to normal sooner. Well, in this study in Israel, they found exactly the opposite. People taking the probiotic, their, their body got back to normal later than the others. Uh, again, people are taking on the belief that it's going to help them, but mostly it's been untested. And when they test it, they find the opposite result. It was just a paper in the New England Journal of Medicine, which is a very important medical journal, uh, giving probiotics to kids who've had diarrhea and uh, have been ill, where people and doctors are saying take a probiotic afterwards, they showed that the probiotic had no effect at all. It, 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 it didn't do anything. So people are doing things based on a certain kind of faith, but in general, when it's studied carefully, uh, sometimes the effects are neutral. It's not doing anything. Sometimes the effects are negative. So, you know, you have to be careful what you put in your mouth. That, that's, that's part of it. Part of, it's like eating, trying to eat a healthy diet. Not, uh, food is great, but not all food is great. And so you have to be careful about that. Yeah. And I, I wish I could uh, talk about the study, but I, I can't get into Facebook right now. But basically, I, I do believe this researcher said that it can be effective like short term if someone was like overusing antibiotics. It can be used like short term, but he was talking about. Uh, more long-term use and the, the bloating and, and loss of like problems with concentration, and uh, so I, I think people just um, you know there's a lot of information out there and it's just important to do your research. But for me personally, I don't know why, but in the past I actually had a negative effect with the probiotics. It actually affected me in a negative way. But like Dr. Blazer said, there's I mean there's a lot of research out there. You know you see. Uh, some pros and some cons, and it's just important that you educate yourself and uh, do your research. So, uh, anything else from your book you'd like to discuss? Well, I think one of the questions is, I've been talking about all the problems we're having. The question is, what are we going to do about it? How are we going to fix this? Yes. And, and the, the first point is to minimize the damage. That's why I keep emphasizing don't overuse antibiotics. Don't overuse C-sections. Don't overuse antisepsis. But let's say, let's say somebody has had a C-section. What, what should be done? So one technique has been developed, again, by my wife, who has studied this a lot, and that's what's called vaginal seeding, or it's also been called the bacterial baptism. So uh, normally the baby passes through the birth canal, and uh, with C-section they don't. And so in this technique, uh, they put they put a, a gauze in the in the in the birth canal uh, of the woman, and then when the baby's born by C-section, they 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 wipe the baby with that gauze so that they can give them back the bacteria that they missed. 
and in in studies that she's done, she's shown that they she can restore some of those bacteria that are some of the good bacteria. So there's a big uh, there's a big study that's going on now uh, in Virginia that you can it was reported in on National Public Radio a few weeks ago, where they're where they're looking uh, uh, to to see how good this will be with a large number of kids, and we're we're waiting for the results. But the the other idea is that maybe we're going to have to give back some of these missing microbes to people. Maybe the children in the future, we're going to there are certain microbes that we're going to say every baby should have, and we we've got to give it back. That, those are microbes that our ancestors used to have that we don't have anymore. That's what I'm predicting for the future. That may be ten years, twenty years in the future, but I think that's the way it's going to go. Yeah. So. Okay, so we talked about your book and the history of antibiotics, the, the, all these health problems that are associated with the uh, overuse of antibiotics, C-sections and antiseptics. And we, um, is there anything else that you would like to talk about before we, we're almost done here? Is there any last comments for my listeners? Uh, yeah, I guess part of it is uh, is to kind of emphasize common sense. Uh, you know, um, if you look in Europe, uh, you, you'll find that there's a big north-south uh, variation in the amount of antibiotics used. In northern Europe, they're hardly using any. In southern Europe, they're using tremendous amounts. Some, sometimes the difference is, is twofold or threefold. And... Part of it is cultural. Uh, some people think, you know, a, a pill is going to cure everything, and some people think, no, you should only take it when, when you, when it's necessary, when it's absolutely necessary. So I, I favor that view. You, know, you shouldn't take things unless they're really necessary. And if a doctor says, you know, I'm going to give you an antibiotic, you should say, oh, doctor, are you sure we, that I need it? Could I get away with not having it? And, and I think you'll find that in some cases the doctor will say, well, you know, it's, it's really not that necessary. You can wait a few days and see how you do. And doing that, I think it would cut down on a lot of unnecessary antibiotic use. And that's, that's what we have to aim at. Same for C-section and same for antiseptics. Yes. And what is your website? Uh, well, I don't actually have a website. Uh, you can you can find me uh, through New York University, where I'm a professor. You can look up missing microbes. You can look at on the internet. Uh, uh, this work has been cited thousands of times, so it's um, it, 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 it's it's out there. And it's in, it's in in the medical literature. And uh, a few years ago, uh, Time magazine uh, considered me one of the hundred most influential people in the world. And uh, I, I hope that I can influence people to live uh, more healthy lives. That's amazing. And I just truly appreciate all that you've done and your research. Um, you're definitely making a, a difference in this world. And so we have a, a, a few minutes left, and uh, I just really enjoyed this uh, conversation today. And it was uh, definitely an honor to have you on my show. Well, thank you, Kristen. I'm, I'm pleased to be on your show, and I appreciate the opportunity to talk about this work uh, to help um, to improve our health and the health of our children and our grandchildren and, and the future generations. So thank you very much for your invitation. Yes, and I'm just curious to you, one last question here before we end the show. Yeah. Uh, do you have any plans for future research? Well, I have a very active research laboratory. It's, it's funded by both the federal government and by different foundations. We're doing studies on juvenile diabetes, uh, studies on asthma, studies on obesity, some of the very things that I was telling you about because we're trying to understand uh, how antibiotics are contributing to these diseases and how we can reverse it, how we can turn it around. Can we give back certain healthy uh, bacteria? Not, not, the kind, not the probiotics that are sold in the health food stores, but perhaps uh, uh, probiotics that we define scientifically 
that, that we can prove these are really going to be helpful. I, I think that the current state of probiotics is not very good, but the future should be much better. Uh, and, 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 of course, the probiotic that I take may be different than the one that you take because we're going to have to, we're going to, have to personalize and individualize it. So uh, I think the, the research future is exciting, and I, I hope to keep plugging away. Well, uh, thank you for everything. Thank you for your research and making a difference, and I wish you my best. Thank you very much, and good, good luck to you and to your listeners. <laughs> thank you so much. And this is uh, Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on Voice America's Health and Wellness Channel and also on KFNX and my special guest that I interviewed today, Dr. Martin Blazer, talking about the uh, problems with the overuse of antibiotics, C-sections, and antiseptics. And I loved uh, the conversation today. And uh, just to let my listeners know, I, I interviewed Voice America's uh, founder, on my show uh, recently, and I, I do believe he said, on average, the network has, I think, close to 3 million listeners on the network, so it's a huge network on average, um, but I had a conversation with Dr. Blazer during break, but as far as like combining the numbers with Voice America and KFNX, I'm not quite sure, but I will say that KFNX is the largest in Phoenix when it comes to terrestrial. I don't know quite their numbers, but I know they have a lot of listeners. And then KFNX is the largest live internet radio network in the world. I love my guests. I have experts on, health and wellness experts, uh, doctors, uh, researchers, celebrities, influencers. And uh, I uh, truly believe eat healthy, live a healthy lifestyle. And there is a problem with the overuse of antibiotics and uh, and so i i truly believe that you need to keep your immune system strong and you know i think natural uh births are the way to go and, and so much more but uh if you would like to uh, send me information let's say you have questions uh comments please send me an email because i would truly love to hear from you and get your feedback and my email is kristen k-r-i-s-t-e-n at kristen harper speaks.com wishing you all a wonderful week thank you for being a part of the show this week tips to keep you healthy happy and motivated with your host Kristen harper can be heard live every tuesday at 6 p.m eastern time and 3 p.m pacific time on the voice america health and wellness channel Kristen can't wait to speak again next week 